0: That other side of the line where vulnerability becomes raw and real and unique and your absolute truth that you are just opening your heart to the world, that is truly where the magic happens. That's where we are able to serve and shine our light. And that is where we're giving other people, whether we know it or not, permission and validation to do the same. And that is what's going to heal our world is when we're leading with our heart. But you can't lead with your heart unless you're being honest with yourself. There comes a time on your soul journey where you are called home to your true self. In answering this call, you are part of a powerful collective shift towards deeper understanding and expansion. You are part of something bigger than yourself. You are in the stage of growth known as Enlightenedhood. I'm Lena Lemos, Your host and founder of House of Enlightenhood. I'm here to help you heal and remember the depths of your soul as you step into who you were always meant to be. Spirituality should be as simple as coming home to yourself and tuning into your heart. And on this podcast, I provide you with channeled wisdom and tangible tools to incorporate into your soul exploration. If you're inspired by today's episode, please leave a review subscribe to the show, and share this episode on Instagram. I am so grateful that you're here. Hello, you beautiful souls, and welcome to Season 3 of Enlightened Head. How did we get here? How did I get here from the shy little fawn who just wanted to share her voice with the world? And start a conversation and feel validated for her experiences in motherhood and spirituality. Get to this point. This weekend has been truly special for me. I was able to spend the last week with my family who visited from two states, and we were able to celebrate a would be wedding, a retirement, and the release of. My first book, Dear Luna Wild, which is a collection of over two and a half years worth of letters to my daughter Luna that explores what it's like to be a modern day woman who doesn't necessarily want to think, act, feel like everyone else. It explores the rhetoric and support we place on pregnant women and women suffering through postpartum. It explores what it means to be a spiritual being in a world where spirituality is stigmatized and misunderstood. It is my entire heart in tangible form and it's really a celebration of coming home to myself and releasing a lot of wounds that I needed to step into my voice and my power. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today is just reintroducing myself to you sharing with you again what enlightenment means to me what this mission means to me and what you can expect going forward as i step in to the woman i've wanted to become we should perhaps backtrack first to the very beginning and those of you who have been here since the early stages Almost two years ago, you know that enlightenment the word, was given to me in a divine download in my third trimester, and I didn't know what it would become. I didn't know what it meant, but I knew that I had to follow it because it exactly explained this stage of life that I was in of questioning and finally being willing to show up and do the work and look in the mirror at myself to seek light, to seek more self-love, to seek answers, to seek wisdom. And to me at the time, that was associated with my motherhood journey. That was associated with the ways that impending motherhood and then on the other side of motherhood, how it just ripped me wide open spiritually. And so that became my truth. And that has been the truth of enlightenment for a very long time. But I have to be completely honest with you. I don't feel called to serve just mothers anymore. I know my role is to extend beyond motherhood. And I don't mean that to sound like a betrayal, but I am ready to evolve. I am ready to serve. And in doing that, I need to open my heart and enlightenedhood's heart to be more, to serve more because we have so many different things in our lives that open our hearts and rip them wide open spiritually. We have so many things that make us protect our hearts and build walls. And I know through my experiences and my wisdom and stepping into the ways that I am meant to serve, I am able to extend my help and extend my heart and extend the space that I can hold for others. So I really hope that you will stay along with me for this journey, even if you were here solely for motherhood, because so much of what we talk about on this podcast, so much of what we talk about within the enlightened world, of course, applies to just your heart and who you are as a conscious human being who is just trying to show up and do better, who is trying to show up and be more authentic. And speaking of authenticity, we are just in such a time, a a huge time in history where we are being called to step up and be our authentic selves more than ever, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels scary as fuck, because it is. We live in a society where everyone preaches, be your authentic self, be authentic, but don't be too much of yourself or else it's unprofessional or else you're weird or else you're crazy or you're a conspiracy theorist. There's a certain line that you can't cross in being your most authentic self. And I'm here to call bullshit on that because that Other side of the line where vulnerability becomes raw and real and unique, and your absolute truth that you are just opening your heart to the world that is truly where the magic happens. That's where we are truly able to serve and shine our light. And that is where we're giving other people, whether we know it or not, permission and validation to do the same. And that is what's going to heal our world is when we're leading with our heart. But you can't lead with your heart unless you're being honest with yourself. So in the spirit of being authentic, I thought I would reintroduce myself. Hi, my name is Lena Lemos. I am a channel, which I'll talk about later, a star child and an awkward as fuck human who wants to help you remember that the wisdom of the universe lies within your heart. All you have to do is listen and trust. Trust that you have the power to heal, to transform, to forgive, to evolve, to love, to receive. It's just whether or not you make that conscious choice and understand that you have the power or you decide that you are powerless and that capability lies outside of yourself. You have the choice, but I'm here to help you remember That you are so powerful. So, let's talk about channeling because that is a label that I have put on myself recently. But I want to share more about how that has come about, what it means to me, and how I'm going to use it to serve support and hold space for you because that's the most important part. I started doing automatic writing in January of this year actually with a Gabby Bernstein meditation that she had in her Miracle Membership and it was about contacting your spirit guides and doing automatic writing. So for those of you who don't know or are new to automatic writing, automatic writing is when you are able to put yourself in a meditative state where what you are writing on paper is not going through the filter of your ego. It is directly channeled from universe, source, God, angels, whatever you want to call it and It is filtering from the universe through your hand and to the paper. That means that you don't have time to judge. You don't have time to think about it. You are just writing whatever is flowing into your mind. And so I started doing that in January and really behind the scenes because I want to be completely honest with you on this journey. And around that time, I was starting to feel a little resistance with my role and how I could serve an enlightened hood because I was in this box about talking about motherhood And how that intersects with spirituality and I didn't see how Channeling my intuition beyond mother's intuition and trusting my wisdom as a mother. I didn't see how It was relevant and not that it wasn't relevant and not that you didn't want to hear that But I didn't feel comfortable because I didn't see it aligning with the current path I was on and as the spring started to unfold i went through deep deep healing if you listen to the last episode of season 2 i share an experience where i realized that the root of one of my biggest wounds which was my relationship wound and feeling like i always have friends and significant others who just leave and whom And I don't want to use this terminology because I'm not a victim to how they made me feel, but to feel worthless and like I didn't matter and that the friendship meant nothing. And I've had so many of those experiences. And I finally realized that the root cause, which I always assumed would be a person, was actually me. It was me who failed to honor myself and my most creative self. And therefore, I set the precedent for how others should treat me. I set the precedent of how I should be honored in a relationship, which was to not be honored at all. And it was actually the first time during that that huge release, that huge realization that Mary Magdalene first came to me. And that is really what changed everything because I started working with Christ consciousness and Holy Spirit energy. And when I say that, I literally mean something as simple as sitting in meditation and saying, I now call in Holy Spirit energy and sitting and seeing what happens. That's literally all I did. And it changed everything for me. And I am not a religious person. I grew up in a Methodist church. My parents really gave me the space to explore my spirituality. They never forced me to go to church. And the Bible never really resonated with me. If you've read Mary Magdalene Revealed and perhaps you've had a similar epiphany that the reason why the Bible doesn't resonate is because it left some really fucking important things out, like the fact that we have the power to heal ourselves and ascension is actually going inward to your heart. And you know, Mary Magdalene was actually Jesus is equal, blah, 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 all that stuff. If you haven't read it, please read it and let me know. But working with the Holy Spirit energy and not ever assuming that I would Go into the bubble of Christ ever again. Literally changed everything for me over the summer. But it was really interesting because I kind of stopped showing up for Enlightenmenthood over the summer, and not that I wasn't still on videos or doing podcasts or on Instagram, but I wasn't giving anyone the full story of what I was going through behind the scenes because I didn't feel like I had the space to share, it and I didn't feel like it's what you wanted to hear but there was also this resistance to it because I wasn't showing up as my most authentic self. And when I started working with Christ Consciousness Energy, I started connecting with all these different higher dimensional beings in my meditations. And just to give you an example, I have two places I go when I meditate, and one of them is this place I created in a meditation class years and years and years ago when I first started meditating. And it almost looks like Lake Louise in Banff um but it's like this orchard that leads out to like the shore of the lake that basically looks like Lake Louise and oftentimes when I meditate I visualize myself sitting there one day I was sitting there and I just saw this like blonde galactic soldier just like rise out of the water he didn't tell me his name. He just like rode a horse out of the water, kind of like Elsa and Frozen Dew, just like over the water and stood in front of me and said, don't worry, we're here to protect you. And then I just saw his whole army surrounding me. And then I told Jenny this and she sent me a picture from one of Kyle Gray's decks of Commander Ashtar. And she's like, you mean this guy? And it was literally the same, the same guy. So things like that started to happen where all these different beings were coming through and it was just one after the other, like a revolving door, never ending party. The more I just continued to sit and listen and trust that it wasn't fucking crazy. But as I continued to do that and as I continued to go deeper, I just felt such a resistance to knowing where my voice was anymore in the other version of enlightenment that I created, which was motherhood and spirituality, where motherhood met spirituality. And that's not to say that that's not important because I had so many motherhood wounds to heal. I had so many wounds to heal around my sexuality, my femininity, my role as a mother. And I carried that with me into my 20s and into motherhood. So motherhood was the first thing that really ripped my heart wide open and helped me understand what it's like for your heart to exist outside yourself. It also just tore down all the walls I had built over the last two decades. But again I know that so many other people have experiences like that where it's not motherhood that rips them open like that. Maybe it's grief, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's mental health. Maybe it's a come to Jesus totally profound spiritual moment. And I want to be able to share those types of experiences and what I'm learning along the way as I step into this role as a channel that goes beyond and expands beyond the lens of motherhood. Which brings me to the garden, which is the most important part of this episode that I want to share with you, which is really terrifying to admit this on a podcast and to have this out there on the world, but I'm ready to serve and I'm ready to own my connection that I have cultivated through really hard work to source. So as I started working with Holy Spirit energy and I was connecting, I was connecting to the Magdalene's, I was connecting to my steering guide, all different types of higher dimensional beings. There was also this collective energy that I kept receiving messages from and I kept asking in my meditations, who are you? where are you coming from? And they told me that I wasn't ready to know yet. And I said, okay. But I kept journaling. I kept automatic writing. I kept meditating and just sitting with it. And I wasn't doing it for a purpose. I was just doing it to listen. And I learned so much about myself, my past lives and Lemuria in Atlantis, in angelic realms, and different star civilizations, I was starting to learn so much about myself, and I kept it all hidden because, again, if you're learning all these things in your own mind slash <laughs> imagination while you're meditating, there's not really many spaces or people who are willing to hear that and say, wow, that is truly profound and amazing and I am so happy that you learned that about yourself. Most people would be like, all right, um, she's a little crazy. And we are just going to slowly moonwalk out of this situation. And I'm sure so many of you know what I mean. There's those people that you just cannot have these types of spiritual conversations with. And the current state of enlightenment at the time, I wasn't ready to have those types of conversations. And then at the beginning of September, a huge bomb was dropped on Enlightenedhood that literally obliterated everything to the ground. And I found myself just on my hands and knees asking, "Um, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? But I quickly realized the blessing in it because I had felt trapped I want to share with you what I know about the world, what I've seen about the world, what I've learned from my own experiences of domestic abuse and bullying and losing myself to the point where I was so depressed in my pregnancy that I just couldn't imagine going further. And I want to be able to share that darkness with you that exists outside of the lens of motherhood, but within the framework of what it means to be spiritual and a human, and what it means to heal from these human experiences and accept your true, true self as a spiritual being having a human experience. So after the bomb was dropped, and I was on my hands and knees. My guides told me, You already know. You already know what you're supposed to do, and we will give you everything else. And you know what? It's true because for so long, for the last two years, I have overthought this idea of enlightenment. Because where you've truly connected with me, where I've truly seen my light spread, is me showing up and sharing me sharing and giving you the permission to do the same. And I and I was overthinking it, but I was also using enlightenment as a shield. I was using it as a shield to hide from the world because I didn't think that my words or my wisdom or my experiences were enough. I didn't think I was spiritual enough. I didn't think I was connected enough. I didn't think I was right. I didn't think I was sane sometimes <laughs> And so I used enlightenment as a shield thinking that the profoundness of the word and the resonance of the word would shine the light and I could follow behind but it it has to be the other way around and I'm ready for it to be the other way around One of the biggest reasons I began to tiptoe out of the spiritual closet was I felt so lonely I didn't have anyone in my life to discuss these soul level changes that happened when motherhood reawakened me. And that's why I feel so passionate about community and the ways finding soul family can forever change us. If you're looking to find your people and discover spiritual wisdom and guidance in a safe and private space that is off of social media, we invite you to join our free community, The Garden. It's time to grow with us at garden.enlightenedhood.com or text GARDEN to 31996 for the link sent straight to your phone. Can't wait to see you inside. So a few weeks after the bomb was dropped in a meditation, I was taken to the most beautiful garden that I have ever seen in my entire life. Picture every kind of flora and plant that you could ever imagine from all around the world in one garden with wildflowers and tropical and desert flowers and aquatic flowers all within one space with just pure air and like cosmic and crystalline but natural and just the most euphoric feeling of being in nature. And in sitting in this garden, I was told this is the sacred garden and it is the heart space of the universe. This is where you are channeling from. This is where you are meant to bring others to remind them that this garden exists within their own heart. You already have the power to heal the heart of the collective. You just have to show up. <laughs> and this is the part where I remind you to always honor the messages you receive. Because I could have taken that for being crazy. I could have taken that for being nothing. I could have taken that from my imagination. But the more I've continued to share this experience with others, the more I realize that so many of you have been to a similar place. And so I believe that my role is to help guide you back to that garden because we can all relate to what that means, right? What if our healing journey was just like cultivating a garden, that we honored those seasons of death, rebirth planting the seeds and blooming full force as bright as the sun. But then we have times to wither away and do it all over again. What if we honored all the elements in our connection to the earth and the stars? What if we knew that we had to water things to grow, that we had to step into the light to grow, that we had to be patient, that we had to be present? What if that was truly just what spirituality was all about, Was honoring and nurturing the garden within your heart wouldn't that take a lot of the pressure off just to be in your garden within your heart and listen and connect and heal another thing i was told is that to activate rememberings within us to activate our sovereignty our personal power to activate new spiritual gifts we have to heal because healing, when it's transmuted, that becomes activation. So, healing is the key here. And to heal, we must go inward to our heart because the heart is the key to it all, not your third eye. You don't need psychic gifts, you have them already. You just don't listen to them. Sure, your crown chakra and not being egoic, but are you feeling before you're thinking about it? Your heart is the key. The heart is the key. And I'm here to help you remember that. And that's what you can expect moving forward from me is that I'm going to do everything in my power to always help you drop into your heart, to always help you listen to your heart. You can also expect that I'm going to do it with light and love, but also be completely honest that this work is full of shadows. And darkness this world is full of shadows and darkness and I don't know about you but I have this gut feeling I'm recording this one day before you're listening to it if you're listening to it on the premiere date on October 18th 2020 and I just have this instinctual feeling that there is more darkness coming and that it is going to get a lot worse before it gets better But are you anchored enough within your heart? Are you present enough within your own truth to create your own bubble of light to be able to withstand that storm that might exist outside of you? Are you ready? Are you prepared? Do you have the tools to drop into your heart when you need to anchor? That is what I ask you. Which leads me just into the perfect (laughs) transition to share with you that every week now on this podcast, I'm gonna be sharing with you channeled messages specifically for you i've been really inspired by what ashley wood does on her on the line podcast with her channel messages from the pinnacle which are the pleiadians who are a starseed civilization which help her access the akashic records which are basically the entire truth of the world and your soul experience and every experience ever lived i hope i explained that right where it makes sense (laughs) But I wanted to share with you what I channeled for you today and whether you're listening to this in October of 2020 or in 2021, this kind of message transcends space and time and it will be meant for you whenever you are listening to it. Be fully aware of what ignites you because that is where you must direct your attention to your light. Your light is your anchor. Even if the world feels upside down, even if the darkness feels too heavy, be the light. Be the light and if you have any doubt that you are not ready to shine bright enough, then you are most likely what is blocking the sun. Are your shadows growing taller? Be the light. What lights you up is where you will shine. Trust that it is enough, that you are enough, that you are loved. You are loved. I think that's such a powerful message for right now and anyone who's just starting off on a spiritual journey because, like I said before, we tend to overthink things. We think there's a spiritual ladder to climb. We think we have to dress a certain way, act a certain way, have certain credentials or labels to be spiritual. And, like always, I'm here to call bullshit for you. Just know that. If you wish to know more about this experience and your heart and your life that extends past this human experience, then you are spiritual. If you want to connect with your heart, Mother Earth, or the cosmos, then you are spiritual. There is no spectrum of spirituality that has been an egoic creation of the gurus and people trying to take advantage of soul seekers, which then has been further fueled by capitalism. And content creators wanting to present themselves in a certain way to make money. Which is fine when it's done with integrity. But when it's not, it presents this false idea that there's a pedestal. That there's a checklist. That there's a never-ending to-do list that you're never going to achieve because you're not XYZ. You are everything that you need to be and you have all the answers and you have all the capabilities. And through this season of the podcast and moving forward, that's what I want to help you to do, to remember that you have the capabilities to use your energetic body to heal yourself. You have the capabilities to access your past lives. You have the capabilities to connect with the spirits of Mother Earth. You have the capabilities to connect with your spirit team All you have to do is trust that you have the ability and all you have to do is believe that there is nothing standing in your way because the only thing that is standing in your way is you. Shocker, I know. I digress. Back to the channeling. I have thus been sitting with and developing my ability to channel through the garden to give you messages to help you drop into your heart and heal and remember because I think a huge part of all of this is actually remembering and my remembering has come through just following the breadcrumbs and trusting and trusting the timing because we're not going to be able to learn everything all at once. You are going to be given the information exactly when you need it and exactly in the right way at the right time because we're only given as much as we can handle at that time if you were given everything picture this what if someone sat you down looked you in the eyes and said look you were just actually this infinite being of light and an infinite consciousness cut from the same cloth of the creator of the universe, and you've lived thousands of lifetimes. Most of them haven't even been here on Earth. You have existed in higher realms and higher frequencies and dimensions where there aren't even tangible physical bodies. Sometimes you've just been a being of light floating around with aliens and fairies and dragons and mermaids and different star civilizations. And right now, during this period of time, it was actually you who made the conscious decision to come to Earth during a pandemic During a shift of consciousness from the 3D to 5D, you made the conscious choice to face what you face, to overcome what you've gone through, to feel that pain, to feel that sorrow, to feel that sadness, to feel that rock bottom so you could pick yourself back up and start remembering who the fuck you are. We'd kind of laugh, right, if we heard it all at once. And that's why the slow remembering is so important. And of course, some of us are just blown wide open because that's exactly what we need. But for most of us, it's about that integration between the parts that make us human and the parts that make us these spiritual beings. And how do we balance the two? It's really hard for me because on the inside, I feel like this... (laughs) This like dark, ethereal goddess who also kind of looks like Moana with a flower crown, but very witchy. And on the outside, I'm just like a fucking mess sometimes. Like I always have food in my hair. I always spill everything. I can't do laundry for the life of me. And I can't remember the last time when I cleaned the bathroom. But I love those things about myself because that's what reminds me to be human and be present and to laugh about the silly things that are this human experience. Because without those things, we forget to stay grounded and to be humble and grateful for silly lessons, even if we don't see them that way. The last thing I want to share with you, which I kind of just touched upon, is what you can expect from Enlightenhood, now House of Enlightenhood, moving forward. As you heard, we now have a free and private spiritual community that was once our collective It is now open to everyone, and I just feel so passionate that community is truly what has saved me on this journey, and I want to give that gift to others. So Within Our Garden it is hosted on the Mighty Networks platform, so it is off social media. So there's no social media trolls, no judgy people that you went to high school with. It is just a loving and welcoming space of like-minded people who are here to hold space for you, help support you, answer your questions. And really just give you that space to explore and learn. And we're all sharing, we're learning from one another. And it's such a beautiful space. Jenny and I just released a new moon activation that helps with self-sovereignty. We talked before about anchoring your heart to the light so that we can withstand storms. And that's what self-sovereignty is really about is having that anchor, that freedom within your own reality and reliance upon yourself. And so Jenny walks you through creating a circle of protection around yourself, activating crystals. I sit down and have a heart-to-heart talk with you about self-sovereignty. And then I did my first channeled guided meditation where I actually bring you to the garden to meet your highest self and your highest self gives you a piece of your sovereignty back so you can integrate it to help really dig in that anchor and grounding right now. So if that feels like something that is aligned with you, if you're looking for that community of like-minded souls, please go find us in the garden, and I will have all the information in the show details if you didn't hear them during the mid-reel. Just lastly, which I started to touch upon, I'm just pouring my heart out, so I don't really have any, any bullet notes or anything that I'm going off of, is... House of Enlightenment. Let's just talk about that before I leave you. Like I said in the beginning, enlightenment has always meant to me a state of being, a stage of awakening and searching for enlightenment, while questioning and honoring and digging deeper. And now, as I step into my role as a leader and a healer, enlightenment is now becoming House of Enlightenment because it's a place that you are gonna go for healing. I have channeled as well with Jenny, we have channeled a new healing modality by taking you to the garden. And I just finished my hypnotherapy and past life regression certifications. So we're going to be using tools like the hypnotherapy, like Reiki, as well as our channeling to create an entirely new healing modality for you to help you cultivate that garden within your heart. So we will be rolling those out in the coming months. And that's what you can expect from House of Enlightenedhood is this new approach to spirituality that is heart-centered and where you can go for wisdom and healing and insight. And I am just so excited to step into that role and be able to serve because I feel like I haven't been able to thus far in the way that I've wanted and not that I was ready. I wasn't ready to fully just jump out of the spiritual closet, but I'm ready now and it's time and it's time for you too whatever that looks like in your life like my channel message said follow what lights you up follow what makes your heart flutter and don't overthink it because it's much easier than you think you've just been told it isn't because that's the way the world works we're taught that our power and the answers live outside of ourselves but it's actually the other way around I promise I will be here to continuously remind you of that. I've just thrown a lot at you, and I am so grateful for all of you who are still listening to this and have continued to support me, House of Enlightenment, this podcast. One thing I will add, too, is that if you're an anchor and you have a question about spirituality, send us a voice message. Or you can send questions to questions at enlightenedhood.com and I'll answer them on this podcast or we'll answer them on the Sunday lives that Jenny and I do because it's time to make this information more accessible. We live in a time where it's really accessible, but we also live in a time where there's people who are still saying this is exactly what you have to do and how you have to do it to be spiritual. And I am just an open gate. I want to share with you everything I know and I learned because I always want to lend a helping hand and be your hype girl and your cheerleader and your accountability partner because this is a lonely path. It's a weird one. It's messy. It's not linear, but it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to know your heart with more depth than you ever have before. And it's such a proud moment to see how far you've come and to see your evolutions and to have people who are willing to just open their heart and share with you for the greatest good of all, I just think is what the world needs more of right now. Next week, we will be talking with Padma Gordon. She is back. She was on season two and we are going to be talking about her new book, And how to cultivate more self-love and love within our relationships. Because on this podcast, like I said, we are demystifying things about spirituality, but we're also making it very heart-centered to talk about returning to your heart. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of season three. I just poured my heart out for like 40 minutes (laughs) and I am just so grateful If you were inspired by anything you heard today, please share it on social media and please go get your copy now of Dear Luna Wild on Amazon and leave a review. It would mean the world to me and support small itty bitty authors like me. Share my heart with the world because again, it's what the world needs right now. Sending you so much light and love as always and we'll talk next week.